0: If you've been around the block in the gay world, hooking up, hanging on grinder, Scruff, and Growler, and meeting men for sex, then you'll probably notice that gay men are wounded. Most gay men have something going on in their consciousness. And so today we're going to ask the question, if you were wounded, if you were hurt, how would you know that? That's what we're going to talk about in this podcast. My name is Paul Angelo. I'm the founder of the Big Gay Family social program where you meet gay men differently. Our introductions give you an opportunity to get to know each other on a deeper, deeper level. So if you're looking for depth, if you're looking for meaning, then join us. Visit the website BigGayFamily.com So how do you know, how would you know, that you are hurt or traumatized or wounded? The first thing to notice is that you would be operating out of a fragmented self. Think about it this way when we are born as young babies and we are going through our younger years and then puberty and then teenage years and our 20s, what do we crave? We crave connection. The moment that sex comes on board, sex complicates everything. It complicates everything because we have these urges, we have these desires that we want to satisfy. But the key about it is that sex should be integrated, okay? Sex is supposed to be integrated into a wholesome experience of another human. Sex should not be standalone. And so we know that someone is wounded, someone is hurt, when they prioritize one part of human exchange or human connection above all others. So we can say someone is also wounded when they prioritize emotion over sex all the time. And someone is wounded when they prioritize only spirituality. And there are many gay men out there who are super-duper spiritual. But then when it comes to emotional connections, they struggle. When it comes to sexuality, they have unresolved issues. So the same applies to all areas of our lives. If we are fragmented, if we are prioritizing just one area of life in this situation, sex, over emotion, spirit, and the mind... Then we know that person has been hurt, or wounded, in this situation, shamed. Shame is minimization. Shame is reduction. Shame is taking something that has multidimensionality and making it one-dimensional. And so this is again sexuality. When we look at gay men and all the parts of a human being, obviously there are more. There is more to us than sex. But why is it that most gay men? Look for sexual compatibility. That is a sign of wounding in this specific situation. If you care to know, this is deeper psychology. Sexual compatibility is part of dissociation, the all or nothing kind of mindset. Either you are my perfect total top or the hell with you, or either you're going to do this kinky fetish with me or the hell with you. That is dissociation. But also we can expand from this into sexual narcissism, Sexual narcissism is the idea that the satisfaction of sex is going to trump everything else. That if someone is sexually happy, that that is the priority, not happiness in in an all-around kind of way. So do you see sexual compatibility drive in the gay culture above all other things. And this, this is how we know that these individuals are exhibiting signs of wounding. Imagine the opposite where gay men are prioritizing emotional connections, spiritual connections and intellectual conversations and then sex is interwoven into that. That is healthy. Prioritizing sex up front, that is narcissistic and that is a disassociation or dissociation. Studying trauma and shame is very beneficial to gay men because we are swimming in a hot soup of trauma and shame and what those two do together they miniaturize everything they fragment everything they reduce everything it's like imagine you can have this gigantic window in the world and that window is now condensed into like a three by three three inches by three inches a tiny tiny window tiny lens at reality that is what trauma and that is what shame does and in the context of human interactions that means that the lens through which we look at each other is going to be miniaturized and sex is part of that. You're probably thinking, why sex? Why is sex part of this miniaturization? It is part of that because that's the most primitive aspect of our beingness. You don't have to have any brain power to be sexually active. You just have a hard-on, you go out there and you have sex. There is no homework to do, there's no extra thing to learn, there's no communication skills that are necessary in order to have sex. So sex is always the easiest because it just is, it's there. and You don't have to work any extra in order to have an arousal, or erection or sexual desire. So that's why miniaturizing human experience to sex is an example of shame or trauma. When I studied trauma, I learned a lot of very useful terms such as dissociation, so we talked about that, but also repetition compulsion. Repetition compulsion is the search for lovers who are abusive or abusive sex. And so ask yourself the question when you have your sexual fantasies. Do they involve abusive sex or volatile sexual experiences? And so that's how we know someone is wounded when we are searching for people who hurt us physically or abuse us or when they have sex with us, they say, you bitch, or I'm going to fuck your whole. You know, those kind of words, those kind of phrases, when you hear that, that is an experience of repetition compulsion. This is part of shadow sexuality where we are looking for sensation seeking to express the hurt that is deeply inside of us in the form of Anger. Anger mixed with hurt is expressed through sensation seeking. And you, must ask the, you might ask the question, What? why anger? Where is anger coming from? Anger will always be inside of a human being when that human being is not making progress, is not moving forward. So, in the context of sexuality, when gay men compensate with sex to for lack of emotions, which is very common... You can't get your needs met because your emotional needs, a lot of the needs for companionship, for togetherness, they cannot be met through sex. And you can go and try and see for yourself. And so if you keep trying, 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 eventually you're going to say to yourself, I'm not moving, making progress. I'm not moving forward. What the hell is going on? And you're going to start blaming other people and you're going to develop anger. You're going to develop frustration and to then express us frustration. Often we seek volatile experiences. Often, I ask clients to finish the following sentence. Sometimes when I'm angry, and then they finish that sentence. And what do you think they say? A lot of times they say, sometimes when I'm angry, I look for sex. Or sometimes when I'm hurt, I look for sex to act it out. And so anger and sex come together sometimes when people are bored also that leads to sexual exploration sensation seeking and repetition compulsion all of that is part of trauma and it takes a lot of courage to talk about this because sex has been turned into this something that is cultish that you can't criticize it that you can't say anything negative about it, even though most gay men are having abusive sex and they are hurting and wounding each other. This mirroring of that hurt is happening all the time in our community. And yet at the same time, very few people have the courage to call it out and to say, stop it, because this is going to hurt you. This is going to create a wound and you're going to have to look for a therapist later to heal yourself. Because a lot of this is building up year after year after year. If you've been around the block for 10-20 years, I can assure you that you have signs of trauma. You have dissociation. Your psychic is fragmented into parts. And that is dissociation. All or nothing. Black and white thinking. That is what trauma does to all of us. Shame minimizes, miniaturizes. Trauma creates multiple compartments that we jump into, kind of like closeted men. Closeted men live in a compartment, uh, dissociation. With their wives, they are one way. With gay men, they are a different way, different being. That is called dissociation. So all of this is very helpful to understand why there is so much hurt and trauma in the gay population and also how it's being spread and to check in with yourself. Am I hurt? Am I traumatized? And if you look for sex up front, you've been traumatized. You've been shamed. If you are looking for gay men with big penises to have volatile sex with them, or abusive sex with them, you have been shamed. You have been traumatized. You have been conditioned to behave in ways that are unhealthy. So, saying a lot of this is not pleasant because we are basically talking about everybody, most gay men live in this world, but we need to bring back logic, we need to bring back reason, we need to bring back sanity to this crazy chaotic gay world and if we pretend that nothing is going on while everybody's single, frustrated and healthy relationships are beyond reach for most gay men, then obviously then it's a lose-lose. So some gay men want to transform, some of you want something better, different, something more magical, divine and more ambitious, something that lasts a long time in the context of love and dating and relationships and to have that you have to go about it differently. You have to start differently, you have to have a beautiful first impression, you have to have a sequence of dates that are consistent and what do you see in the community? Do you see consistency? Do you see beautiful first impressions? Of course not. You see trauma bonding, which is an experience where both men start with sex and then they adjust their preferences to continue that sexual relationship. Eventually, they negate to see that the other person is not compatible with them emotionally or on the personality type, on the personality level, but they continue because sex is so great. That is trauma bonding. And so learning about all of this about why first impression has to be beautiful so that we avoid trauma bonding. That's why. We need consistency of dates. Why? Because consistency creates trust. And how much of that consistency, two dates every week with the same person, consistently for two, three months, that is what's required for human connection to deepen, to be healthy. But that doesn't exist anymore. Gay men are afraid to call on the phone each other. They're afraid to be assertive. They're afraid to want love. And so as a result of that, nothing is working, and that's why we have to have these conversations to bring back clarity to your life about how to go properly about meeting men, connecting with them, and making relationships happen. So you'll need the beautiful first impression. You need consistency across the span of multiple months of dating and coming together. And you're going to be, you're going to have to be willing to solve conflicts and overcome tensions and differences. That is what's required and when people are wounded, when they are hurt, guess what happens? They have difficulty being consistent, they have difficulty trusting, they have difficulty being willing to open up and share who they are and what's going on with them. So that's why this discussion is so important because if you're hurt, wounded and traumatized it's unlikely that you'll be able to connect to another gay man. In this situation, You need to address the hurt, address your own inner demons and your shadow, and then things begin to work. So I'm inviting everybody to take their lives seriously, to step outside of hurt and wound and trauma so that you can have beautiful relationships that last a lifetime. And that has been my work over the past 13-14 years now teaching gay men how to meet each other in a healthy way and create beautiful relationships that last a lifetime. If you're interested in that, then join us at the Big Gay Family Social Program where we have the infrastructure, we have the methodology, we have the men, we have the protection from toxicity, we have the dating method that creates intimacy and emotional connections. We have all of that ready for you. So join us, visit the website biggayfamily.com begin your transformation, resolve all your hurt, all your wounding, and create the best relationships of your life. Okay, my friends, I'll be signing off. If you're new to my channel, please subscribe so that we learn together. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next podcast. Have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon.